Okay, so good evening. We're up to a new midah, and we're still, you know, um, I guess cleansing ourselves. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. Uh, um, like the previous two, we did at length as far as anger, as far as arrogance. And I, and, and I think most of us, when we think of our own lives, Typically, when we deal with kas, we see the damage. People, you know, I've had many people tell me they have anger management problems or depression or uh, arrogance, kind of like you get punched in the face. But this mida, I'd say, you know, there are certain locations where it's much more problematic, very wealthy locations or very uh, powerful locations or if everyone's a type a, type a personality, if you're in a very, very competitive uh, organization or university. But I would say here, it's not so violent. It doesn't protrude, but it really it could affect us. That's kina. That's jealousy. You know, typically I'd say, you know, the average person here is not a jealous person. Um, I, I, I have had uh, quite a few people deal with Anger and sadness and all kinds like that. Very few people, in theory, come since I come with come with jealous come with jealousy. But I will tell you, when we see this, that jealousy is very pertinent to all of us as well. Even though we don't see it, even though we don't walk around, oh, I don't like that person. I can't believe they get that. And I don't. But let's see what kina is. Hakina gami any ena elches when you deal Envy is also. Nothing but chesed yedia, ignorance, vesichlos, and foolishness. Being jealous of other people, you don't gain, you don't glean anything. Um, you, don't, you don't take away from the person you're jealous of. And what happens to you is you're losing out in your life. That envy slays the gullible. Envy slays the gullible. So let's discuss some forms of envy, some forms of kinna. Some people are so foolish. They see their friend has a good thing. They see, you know. I, I've been there where people get engaged and they're older and the other one feels bad for themselves. You can't. Or someone's trying to have a baby and this person, or someone's trying to get the job. Right? They, they're, they're bothered by it. Why them? How come they get the job? I try to get the job. I want to build a business. How come she got married and I didn't get married? How come she, her husband's nice and my husband's not nice? How come... How come she drives a fancy car and I just drive an Accord? Actually, Accord's a nice car. It's my car. I like Accords and Civics. That's wrong. You should be happy to drive an Accord. It's a great car. It don't break down. But the uh, What happens is you, the person becomes distraught. And they worry and they're bothered. You know, it's amazing. Again, I... I, I Somebody, you know, I remember once, I was recently, somebody had a baby, another person wanted a baby, I can see the bother that person. Like, you know, it's like, it like bother the person. And like, so, you know, and a person could be in a job or in life, and if you're jealous of somebody else, you're looking, it's, you're bothered, you don't enjoy what you have, or you don't believe what you have is what you're supposed to have. So it happens is this, you become distraught with yourself. Person doesn't even enjoy their life. Why don't they enjoy their life? Because they're looking at everyone else. I know a certain community. Uh, I don't want to say where. Where so many. I know so many miserable people in that community. It's not in Northern California. Why are they miserable? Not really miserable. They're unhappy because they're comfortable or wealthy, but everyone around them is even more wealthy. <laughs> yeah. And they're always looking at this girl has this stroller, 
and I have this straw. Look at her shoes, and look at mine. And then her shoes are $185, and mine are $140. And like, you live in that world, and you're always looking. I mean, I think on, on, on a Hollywood, I mean, if you're in Hollywood, if you're a lady, you could be beautiful and feel ugly because everyone around you is, has 15, they're not at all plastic, these people. But they have, you know, you, you, you're around, everyone has to make up to up every day so you can feel ugly. Somebody told me they went to a certain school and they felt dumb because everyone around them was smarter, right? So like, they, they went to a very good school, uh, high school, and they felt dumb. But, but they just felt dumb. They, they didn't feel good. So it's, so it's it's certainly possible if you're in a place where everyone's like that. But even in the real world, when you're looking at yourself, how you're jealous of other people. People are jealous of other people's successes. They, it makes them feel inadequate. It makes them feel um, not blessed. It makes them feel left out or lonely or why me? Or how come I don't have that? Or, you know... <sighs> Why are my children like that? I remember my mother's telling me she was once by someone. She told me how her kids are so good. And they're good. Da, da, da. And the first thing the person next to them says, oh, can't, why can't my kids be like that? Like, it's like, you don't enjoy, what, what is it with your kids? Like, why does that make you unhappy with your kids? Right? So there's a certain ability of jealousy of good people by the way I'm not you know and I'm telling you this is low grade in San Jose but it is there I, I see this uh, all the time and so I'm, I think it's actually pretty important and in, in where it really hits is happiness self-knowledge self-success self-esteem it's not like anger which you lose it and you're forced to reckon with or sadness which paralyzes a person but Kinna just saps a person. Be um, star, and a person doesn't enjoy their own gifts, all the things that they should be happy with and enjoying life. Because looking at this person, like, like you know, my daughter's talking about her bas mitzvah now. You know how she, you know how she talks about her bas mitzvah. This friend's doing this, and this friend's doing this. Now, little kids, they do. By the way, the bar mitzvah is. The peer pressures of little kids is their friends have this. It's always the case, right? It's always the case of if my friend has two bikes and my friend has this and my friend's having this for her or his bar mitzvah or this for her bas mitzvah, they're going to this camp and how come they get this kind of phone and I have this kind of, right? Take a kid. I don't know too much about uh, the, these uh, new phones. I'm not talking about the, whether I recommend them the, the dumb phones, right? There's the iPhone dumb phone, and the, you know, and the the Galaxy. Well, so imagine the person has, you know, I, I assume it's let's say the iPhone. It's, you know, they're up to 28. Okay, so now this person has an iPhone 22, and he feels great. Then this kid, 15 year old kid, gets transferred to class, and everyone has an iPhone 28. Right? They moved to a community and everyone has an iPhone 28. Where they lived, everyone had i22, and now they have, everyone has i28. I can tell you right now what's going to happen with this kid. I want the i28. What was wrong with your phone? Everyone has it. Everyone has the i20. You know, that's how these companies make money. I think, do you know that? The, do you, uh, I, I, I've heard this and I spoke to people involved in it. The whole advertising industry. What advertising does is it makes you feel like you're lacking. It causes you to be jealous. Right? I can't be happy unless I have this. Unless the, the whole point of advertising is to make people feel a need, whether they have a need or not. So they feel like, oh, I'm so... Like that vacation, like you imagine like the perfect beach. And, you just, and the image is, is if you have this, you'll be happy. If you have... This, you'll be happy. Um, you know, I, 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 I actually enjoyed a few months ago bashing social media over and over and over again. <laughs> well, if you remember, ladies, when I was talking about time in life uh, and utilizing time, I, 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 you know, I, I said, I can't imagine that you have to stare at what everyone does on Sunday and comment on that 
and what, and what everyone does in their vacation, every five hours that they have to post, and you have to comment and look at what they're doing, and if you do this with 50 friends, like, uh, what, that's not how you live life. I mean, you can be doing actually constructive things with your life. But so, just one more thing about social media, what it does for many people, is you, they look, every picture, when you put a picture on, on, on Google Book, right, you don't put, you're, the makeup's good, the scenery's great, things are great, it's not when you get lost in the game, but everyone, you're sitting here smiling, there's a certain feeling, you know, oh, I want to do that, how come I, you know, I love to be in Israel, I would love to go to, I don't know, some, some island like Micronesia, you know, it looks great, uh, you know, or that, these kids are always so well, but the, the pictures that they, sh- they can show you that actually people's marriages get, can get affected by Facebook. And that doesn't mean everybody. Obviously, I'm not saying everyone, everything. But if you, if you, we all, everyone in this room, myself, all of us, I'm telling you, all of us have things that we want that we don't have today. So pick that area. And you see other people have that. It could be health. It could be wealth. It could be something in your married life or family life or social life that you want. It could be, it could be a, a personal satisfaction. Whatever it is, when you see other people have it, it bothers you, not, I mean, you may not be jealous of them, but you may feel bad for yourself. Right? You may feel bad for yourself. And you, all you see is online. Right? You're stuck in an apartment. You can't afford, you can't afford to get out of this. And this guy has a palace. And all your friends have palaces. <laughs> so how do you feel? Right? You're, you're, you're trying to make a living. You're trying to make a living. And you're struggling. And, you're, uh, and then like, you see these guys and they're posting... Their success. So you may not even be jealous, but you feel bad for yourself. Like, you know, the thing is, life is so short. Every day, you know, every day we're dying. Essentially, we're, we're, it's a march towards death. Right? Life is really great. You want to take advantage. You don't want to sit there, have many days of your life where you're miserable. I'm not saying miserable, but you're, you're not happy. We're not. We're not happy for people. You know, like. Uh, uh, where you're uncomfortable, even sometimes people are even jealous of their, they're, they're, they're jealous of others, but it's not even for them. They're not happy with their own lives. They're not satisfied. And we'll get to how to fix this soon, but you, there's, there's a point of jealousy. And again, we think of jealousy, you don't want that person to have it. So I'm not talking about that. I don't think very few of us have that kind of feeling. We don't want someone to have it. What I do think is that many of us have the feeling of inadequacy or unhappiness when we see others having things that we want for ourselves, okay? Things that we want, things that we think would be for ourselves better, and it makes us feel, uh, you know, again, un- unhappy. And so much of life is that. As I mentioned, advertising is to, it, it, the, the way they get you to buy their product is if you don't have it, you're not happy. If you don't have the iPhone 28, you just cannot be happy in this world. You got the iPhone 27 six months ago and spent $12,000 on it. Uh, you, you need the iPhone 28. What? 12,000 on that phone. <laughs> By the time iPhone 28 comes out, it'll be 12,000. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a person that was like, you need this. You need this. Right? Yeah, it, that's how, you know, and, and that's how kids feel. Um, kids are miserable. If, they, if all of their friends have something and they don't have it, a kid says it's not fair. You know, it's not, I, I need this. She has this. How come I don't get this? And that's how kids function. Well, big kids, all of us, have that to, at a different level. We're not so immature. We, we may not say that, but we think that. And we think to ourselves, it's not fair. You know, it's not fair. I, 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 I'm dating for 10 years, and I'm still not married. And this girl is married for 10 years. She has four kids. Why? You know, it's not fair. Like, I went to this, and I should have had this career. Or it's not fair. You know, I exercise, and I'm not healthy, and this person's healthy, or... Yeah, it's not fair. I, I, I tried to work on my spiritual. What does God want from me? Like I, I even worked on being more spiritual, and it's not fair. It's just, it's not fair. And like, or, or I, I, can't, I can't be happy. Why can't I be? Because I don't have this. And you know, you know, you, you think it's easy, Rabbi, but everyone has this type of stuff, and I just don't have it. I just really have a hard time coping. I really have a hard time being happy. I'm gonna give you another example. Um, time. You know, people have harder jobs and, and easier jobs. You know, how come they get that, that kind of job? I, I want to work five hours a day, not 15 hours a day. It's not fair. You know, and what happens is that person's working 15 hours a day. By the way, if someone's really working 15 hours a day, we should talk. <laughs> but, 
but, but my point is, is you know, you can you can have a job, like be miserable on the job. Why why are you miserable on the job? Because it's not fair. So it, understand. So what happens is a person's really not happy. They're lacking. They're lacking happiness. And you lack happiness. You you you, you lack the ability to, to to thrive in life. When you lack happiness, or you, or, you're, or you're jealous of other people, you lack the ability to invest. You know what it is to dance at someone's wedding and be happy for them. You know what it is to, to be happy of people's successes. It's a, it's a tremendous mylaw, a tremendous um, level where you can see somebody have good things, whether you have it or not, and be happy for them. Actually, it's 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 holistically very enriching. Right? But if you're miserable yourself, it's hard to be happy for other people. I'm not talking about smiling and what's that called again? The Google book and putting the hearts doesn't mean anything. It's worthless. You know, someone told me like, like you know that they had a brisk, like a thousand th- you know miles of and hearts, and five people come up to the brisk actually travel to the place. Like, it's very easy to have Facebook friends. That's it's it's a, it's a big fat zero in real life. You know, actions are a lot bigger than words. Uh, you know, I'm talking about real like you know. You can go somewhere and really rejoice with somebody, and really be happy for them, and really intrinsically. I'm not talking your best friends, just that people like you, because you're happy. You're, you understand it. You don't. I think sometimes you don't even have for yourself, and you're happy that other people have them. Um, but what happens with us is we're miserable. I'm not joking, by the way. People at work are miserable. Why are they miserable? Because they see someone else. The kid. I'm just give back. The kid has an iPhone 22. Works great. They're happy, and then they go to the school, and everyone has iPhone 28. Can't live. Miserable. We all have that to some extent. Whatever the things that we want that we don't have, we, we live with that. All, everyone here differently. We live with that to some extent. That's what Shlomo Malach says. That envy rots the bones. Right? You, rots the bones is not just the flesh. But the bones, the, the depth of a person. Rakavat Samas Kina, it's can't even appreciate anything, even their own bones. Other people, they don't really feel bad. They're not, you know, they're not biting with envy, not burning with it, which, which, is, which is a pretty lowly level. They're not, they're just not happy to see this happen. They're at work and this guy gets a promotion. Why me? Why that? I wanted the promotion. Right? This person, you know, opens a business. You, know, you both open businesses the same month. This one's successful. This one's not. Right? This kid's, this per- woman's kid's doing well and your kid's really not. Yeah, person, so the person just, you know, it, it takes away. Uh, certainly, if um, certainly if you see somebody else come in there and do and do the job, you're in the company with them. And they're, they're the ones they must say. They uh, they get the house. Uh, someone told me they once bought a house, and uh, nice house. I mean, I knew the house, but somebody walked in there and they have to, I have to leave. So why I have to leave? Because I can't. I, when I saw your kitchen, the person these are ladies. It bothered her because her kitchen was small. It bothered her. I think you're making faces. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But but you know what? Some people. I mean, this is this, some people would definitely not leave. They'll hug the lady. They'll kiss her. Beautiful kitchen. I love your kitchen. She does. And she may even be happy for this lady's kitchen. But then she comes home to her kitchen. She feels bad. She feels bad. She sees her kitchen and says, oh, well, I've been a beggar. It's only a thousand square feet in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. She had 1,800 square feet, but she like a house. It's not your house. <laughs> Trying to make a point. <laughs> right? Yeah, a person, but that's true. It means then they feel bad for themselves. I mean, they, they look at themselves. They feel like a nabach. Like, oh, I don't really have this. A person, a person, a person feels bad. So, one person more. So, if a person happens 
it's possible that in their mouths they'll say, I'm so happy for you. I love it. Beautiful. Mazel tov. They'll say, you know, uh, and they, they could be they're even happy for their success. But the truth is, when they look at themselves, they look at their situation, they feel a little miserable. Right? You, you know, how come their kids are so nice and my kids are so not? I feel like self pity. <laughs> self pity. Um, this is something that occurs to most people. Even not these, these low lives that have burning jealousy, who walk out of someone's kitchen or just not happy for people. Or, like, at someone's bris, they're thinking about themselves, or at someone's wedding, or someone's promotion, or at someone's. They're always thinking about themselves. Uh, that's, you know, they're self-absorbed, thinking, oh, well, how come they get this? I don't. I'm a little like I'm already. She can in there. They open a business, they open a restaurant, they open a factory, they have this, and I don't. Or mine is, they make two million a year, and I make a half a million a year. You feel bad. Half a million dollars a year is not a bad career. Even in San Jose, half a million you can live. It's, you know, 50,000, it's hard to, to live here. But half a million, it's good life. You live a good life here. <laughs> very good life. Hey, see, half a million, you live a very good life. But this guy's making two million in his business. I, he, I opened a carpet clean business, he opened a carpet clean business. How come his business is making two million a year and I'm making half a million dollars a year? And you're bothered. It's not about ambition, we're talking about like bothered. Uh, it's, you're not, you're not so freely, you're not happy. Um. Everyone choose every professional has a certain dislike for his competition. The Kolshiken, that's a general competition. Kolshiken, if it's if the person's being more successful, then you feel really bad because that's the Yisoyed. We're going to get to this in a second. When we believe that someone's taking from you or someone has something you don't have, the person takes Hashem out of the picture, that's when a person feels bad. It means. I know it's not. It's it's really not fair. It's really not okay. It's it's you, you know you you walk home you like you feel like oh why why me? I'm no yadu These persons people don't realize he Nobody takes away from a fellow, even a hair's breadth. The kol kasher the Everything that a person has, it's from Hashem. Everything that a person has is from Hashem. Uh, according to his wondrous plan and wisdom. It's never, it's, it, they would recognize it, not agonize over the good fortune of their fellows. And then, you know, I, remember, I remember Lawrence Kalant when he was here, he, when he talked about his mother passing away as a young boy. He says, never good that your mother passes away. Never good to be an orphan. So, you know, and the Chazal talks to you very sensitive to orphans. But the reality is, is that, you know, this kid feels like, I don't have a mom, I don't have a dad. There's a million things like that. And really what Hashem wants us to do is that we have exactly what we're supposed to have. Understand? This person didn't take anything from you, and you have exactly what you need to be successful. Kina, jealousy, self-pity, is when you take Hashem out of the picture. You know why? If there's no Hashem, then I agree with you. <laughs> we should be jealous. If there's no God, if God doesn't give us what we want, isn't it unfair that He has this and I don't? She has that and I don't? What? If, if, Hashem, if everything is just happenstance, we would, who, what? I want the bigger house. I want the nicer car. I want the, 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 the prettier this. Uh, I want my husband to... Oh, I, don't, I don't want my husband. I want my wife. Right, right, right. I'm talking for you, by the way. Right. So I, I, I you know, you're, you're, I want this to be prettier. I want this, and, and everything is. I want, I want, I want. And that's what it is. If there's, if there's no God, and like, but when a person's cognizant that everything they have, literally everything in this world is, Hashem gives us what we need. Of course, we have to do our due diligence. We have to do what we can. There's no room for jealousy. You have what you need. You have exactly what you have to be successful in this world. Jealousy is a product of lack of amuna. 
Jealousy is a product of not seeing Hashem in your life. A person sees Hashem in their life, there's no room for jealousy. Because you know that God has the master plan, and He puts it in you, and either you can utilize it and take it and be successful for it, or you could, you could collapse with it. That's why, that's what the prophet Yeshaya says in the future. That in order that in the future the Jewish people in the time of Mashiach should totally enjoy it, God will come and perceive the Mashiach. He'll take out this trait because you could be at the greatest moment of your life and not enjoy it if you're jealous. Right? You know, that person could be at his wedding, beautiful wedding. Right? There's, a, there's a wedding next to you and the, the bride's prettier than your bride. And the food's better. But your bride's very pretty. And your food's really great. And, and they have 500 people. And you have 350 people. And you can feel like a little left out of your own wedding. It's possible. Imagine a beautiful bride. Great food. 350 of your close loved ones. But you're not happy because that one has 500. So even at your own wedding, you could, you could, be, you could be feeling left out. You could be losing out. So I should to take away this bad midah of kinah. You shouldn't feel bad for others. And also, no one should need to be hiding from you that they, you know, again, we're not supposed to flaunt, but you should, people should be able to share the, share the good tidings, share the good news, share things. That's why Umashe Kasa, Vesaras Kinas Ephraim, the jealousy of Ephraim will seize. And the pressures of Yehuda Shalikov, a family kind of Yehuda. The tribes won't be jealous of each other. Hua Shalom Shalva, that's the peace and tranquility. which the ministering angels have. You know, the angels, if you're a Malach, some Malachim have glorious roles, some Malachim have less glorious roles. And we know a Malach is a Shluyach, Shluyach Shalachmana. It does what God wants. Uh, so everyone's happy on the malachim. If it's the malach that's in the sewers, malach in the palace, it's all God's role. It's all good. It's all what's meant to be. Can we change what is recorded during the year? Say that again. Can we change what is meant to happen to us? Sure. To an extent. I mean, you, you, I mean, during the year, to a smaller extent, on Yom Kippur, to a bigger extent. But here's the thing. I'm talking about after we've done our due part. If you haven't davened, if you haven't, if you want to make a living, you've got to work. <laughs> you know, I can't, right? If you want to be healthy, you've got to eat healthy foods and exercise uh, and not smoke. Uh, if you want to, if you want to, uh, right, if you want to get married, you've got to go on a date. You're not going to get married. You've got to do what you can. Uh, so, so that's to, you've got to do what you can to get God's blessing and then you got to, you could perhaps sometimes spiritually happen through prayer or try but, but you know what there are people who do that and they don't get what they want right so the point is after that you have to realize it's all what it is I mean if you if, you, if you're jealous because you don't you don't have money and you just sat in your room all day then you're not jealous you're an idiot <laughs> right you're just an idiot you, you don't have money because you're sitting in your room all day if you're jealous because you don't have a date and you're walking around with stained shirts and you don't brush your teeth and you smell you know, it's, you're not, you're not, you're not, it's, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's why you don't have a date. Who wants a date? You know, if you don't have shalom bias and, and you, and you don't, don't take care of your, your, the way you look, you're not friendly to your husband, that's you. That's not, no one else, right? We have to do our part. It, God can even say sometimes you're supposed to get this blessing and if you don't pray for it, you're not going to get it. You were supposed to get a Yom Kippur. But God says you got to pray for it during the year. You got to give charity during the year. Understand? I'm talking about after it's all said and done. You still don't have it. Like you did pray, you did try, right? Or you know, there's an old rule: you can pick your sons-in-law and daughters-in-law. You can't pick your your parents and children, right? You know, you got your children. The people of children are special needs. The people of children are very difficult. People of children are ingrates. You got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. You know, you can't you can't choose for people. You have people of parents that are nice and kind, and people. Parents that are not people don't have parents, you know. So we don't. There's not that we can choose. But we have to know that everything. Everyone has what they're supposed to have, 
right? Mm -hmm. um, my grandparents, I actually, I just, I'm hoping to finish it tonight or tomorrow. It's for an article, which I'm going to hopefully put in a, in a periodical about this Polish international Holocaust. Their law about, about they can't call it Polish death camps. and all know this stuff, right? I don't really just care about the law that they forbade to call the camps Polish camps and they take no responsibility for the Holocaust. Like, they did nothing wrong. It's all the Germans. So, I, they did a lot wrong. And that's what, my, that's what I'll write for this article. But imagine the following things. So my grandparents could have said, why did we have to go through, ten, you know, 10 years of their lives? You can't, you can't imagine. Neither could I, to be honest. And I grew up in a house with four grandparents like this. Where they had six years of the Holocaust. Six years. Where they lost parents, siblings, some of them had lost children, children, uh-huh, first spouses, my mother's parents were both married to different people before the Holocaust, lost their spouses in the Holocaust, okay, All right. six years of running for your life, you know what six years is, six years is a long time, six years of that, four years in DP camps, I mean, they had nowhere to go, All right, then they get to America, you know what happens then? New language, new land, new job. Start your whole life over at age 40, whatever. Your whole life over. So what? They couldn't have born in New York City. Isn't that tough? It's not fair. The people in New York didn't go through the Holocaust. People in New York didn't have this. People in New York, they had none of this. They lived. We have, we're missing, give it stolen. But these ladies were born in, in, the, in, the, in communist Russia, in the middle of a no Yiddishkeit. You can, you can use the whole life as an excuse the rest of the life, understand? So we don't pick that. But we have to know that Hashem gives us what we're supposed to have. If they're born in communist Russia, then they're going to have to pick. They, Hashem gives them the ability to, to become the people we're going to. My grandparents had the Holocaust. You know, I, I'm certainly impacted by that. I... Uh, I think it gives me more keenly awareness of a lot of things. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean I, I you know, I'm named after my great grandparents who were murdered, as are my siblings. Uh, yeah, I, I knows what he's doing. You understand? Yes. So we could change certain things, and sometimes, sometimes we don't have this because of our own fault. Like the Rambam says, a remarkable thing that I says before. The Rambam says that most bad things that happen to people are self-caused. It's self-caused. If you don't, why is it self-caused? You drive like a maniac, you get into an accident. You don't take care of your health, you get sick. You know, you, you're mean to people, you get into fights. Most things are not at all God. Most things in life that people suffer is their own doing. Their own actions. Their own realities that they create for themselves. But there are, of course, things that, that are picked by Hashem. Certainly who your parents are. Your children. You can, you can educate children, but you cannot choose for them. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we, we have to accept that God gives us. And if you don't, you'll be jealous. You, because we all, everyone in this room has things that we want and we don't have. And you need to know that that is either our challenge or that's or Hashem wants us to be successful in, under those circumstances. Okay? But to the extent we can improve things, whether through material actions or spiritual, of course you should. Certainly spiritual is the most powerful. So if we dive in, we could change? Of course. Oh. But you, can't, you don't know what's, what will change and how it will change, right? <laughs> there is a reality in this world. Right? If somebody's DNA is to be short, they're not going to be six foot seven if they dive all day, right? That's their DNA. That's that you know, but it could affect maybe a couple of inches. Yeah, maybe. But but there's a there's a lot of things that we could change. The most profound thing we can change is our spirituality. Actually, it's a remarkable thing. We say in, in Sukkot Zimmer every day, Harka Picha Vamaleo, open your mouth and I'll answer you. Which means in spirituality, we can always change. You want to be you want to be a nicer person, you could change that. You want to be happier, you could change that. You want to be holier? You can change that. You want a better marriage? You can change that. That's up to you. And the more you pray for that, God says yes to that. Guaranteed. Anything, you know, you want to be a millionaire? God may not give it to you. That may not be your role in life. You wouldn't mind that you want to be a millionaire? 
there's a lot of responsibility if you have that kind of money. Ah, uh -huh. okay. Uh, I actually don't look forward to that. You don't want that. You don't want no, that. Okay. I don't want that. So, but even if you would daven for that and try that, you may or may not be successful. Maybe yes, maybe it's good for you, maybe it's not good for you. There's also a lot of pluses of being a millionaire. Um, there's, and there's potential big negatives, right? But may, whether it happens or not, that's not completely up to you, that's up to God. You can try, you can daven, but if you want to be a tzaddikis, you can pray and have that happen. You understand? I understand. And obviously, whether it's, whether it's having children or marriage or, or peace with people, we see in, uh, that prayer so they could have a a potential windfall. Uh, uh, okay. Anyways, it's time of Shiach. Uh, Hashem's going to take away jealousy. We'll be like the angels. The angels are happy with what they're doing. Everyone in its proper place. And Every angel knows the truth. Everyone's happy with their portion. They're happy that this is their portion. This person is working 15 hours in a day. If that's what they're supposed to do, they're happy. You know, if, you, if you're looking at your girlfriend who's working three hours a day, you're not happy. You're, 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 not, you're not happy. Can you imagine there are people that could get married and are not happy? There's certain communities, a certain culture that, that feed this, by the way. That these young kids get married, and they or they come from very wealthy families. Their friends are living it up, and they're not, and they're unhappy. They have a great husband. He's a nice guy. He's a friendly guy. He's nice. He's friendly. Not happy. Why? Because she's driving a Lexus. She has the Rolls Royce, and I don't. She's she's 23, and I'm 22, and I don't have a Rolls Royce. Okay. Or in certain communities, the the clothes makes the person. French are the worst, by the way. You have to, no, not the, not the worst. But uh, they have to, you can't get away. You can't. I, it's unbelievable. I got new glasses. Everyone who is French says something to me. All the Americans don't notice. The French, oh, nice glasses. Like every French guy. Can't, wow, nice glasses. Like they, all, they all pick up on the glasses. Like boom, boom. No, but if, you're, if, you, if, if you have to be in a certain society, you have to look good. I mean, it happens to be, you have to be put together. You, know, you have to, and if you're not, you feel, let's say you can't afford it. I once read a story, this is amazing, about an artist in Israel. They found him. They had to hospitalize the guy. Why? Because he didn't have money for food. Didn't have money for food. And so he went to starvation. But he, he, since he was around this artist, he had to live in a certain area in Tel Aviv, which was very expensive. He was putting all his money in. He had no money. But why did he do that? Because he had to be doing this, right? That's you know, it's like... So there are people who live lives out of because they're uncomfortable. Otherwise, they're just not happy. They do things like that, or they have great things. They just don't enjoy it because you know, little kids. My, they go take them on vacation, right? and they want it even nicer. They want something else. Why? Because their friends did this. It's not fair. They went to the Greek islands, and we're going to Epcot and seeing Greece and Epcot, right? <laughs> It's a lot different. They went to the Greek islands. I'm only seeing Greece and Epcots. It's not, you know, they're not, so they don't even enjoy their vacation because all they think about is what everyone else is doing. I, I, I remember when I was younger, birthday parties. It, the whole point of the birthday party was to outdo your friend. That's how that's, I remember. I remember like the birthday parties, this guy had the best birthday party, so mine has to be even bigger. And if it's not bigger, so you feel like, oh, my birthday, it's not so great. You know, you take your parents, like, hey, no, it's not so great. Yeah, you got presents, oh, it's not so great, because that one, he gave him this kind of present, he'd give me this present. I remember as a little kid, it's not a joke, by the way, I remember as a little kid, very little, as a kid who gave, like, the best presents. And I invited him, I had nothing to do with him, but I remember to my birthday party because I wanted to get that kind of present. And I remember I didn't like the present, I was like, oh, it's like a nice present. I'm like, like, he gave that guy this present, I didn't get that, right? That's how people feel. No, no, it's just how people go around. And it may not be so explicit. It may not be so articulate like that. But there's a certain feeling like, I don't get what I, I, I it's, not, it's not fair. Or, or just, and that affects a person's happiness. Likewise, the sister of jealousy is to covet and desire. So that, idea of coveting and desire 
in other mesas, not but a person wants more. He wants now. Obviously, men, ladies, men are weak creatures. I don't have to tell you that. You just have to read the news the past few months to see how weak men can be. That's a pashat. In certain things, men are the weakest, weakest of all. I, I, if I was a men's class, I, I've bashed these guys over the head many a time. I mean, you can have a guy who's happily married, who has a great life, and just does the stupidest things with another lady because of taiva, of the desire. I mean, like, literally can sacrifice everything for, 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 for impulse and for taiva. Ikra taiva, punish Russian. So it's not, just, it's just not just men and ladies. <laughs> There's lots of desires that people have in life. There's mamon. People for money, for, for geld, for kasef. People want more money. They, they, you know, there are people who get themselves sick in jobs for money. There are people who go to school for years. Somebody was telling me, I was asking about uh, a different community was talking to me. Uh, you know, about working extra. She's not going to. The woman's not going to see her kids. Why? Well, I mean, your kids are little. You're not going to see your kids. Why? Because she wants a second job. So why is it a second job? Because she wants more money. What's more important than your kids? What's more important than your kids? You can't live. I mean, you have a nice career. What's what's wrong? What about your children? The only no, you can be little forever. You're you're almost an empty nester. You know, your kids are almost out of the house. Your kids are out of the house. No, they don't come back as much as they're like. Actually, you have one. Hey, grandchildren. That's great. But it's not the same. It's different. It's, that's a big bracha, by the way. That's a huge bracha, a huge blessing. But really, you know, but money. Money makes people do the craziest stuff in the world. They give up so much for money. They, they, they run after money, and, they, and they're not happy with what they have. And they look, they look, they look for it. And the shade's covered. There's a desire for honor. People want honor. They'll do. We have a president who would do anything for honor. Right again. I I I'm not talking about. I'm talking about his character. You know, he 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 he, he, he wants a French parade. He wants Bastille Day. Like you know, he wants to like, dun 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 dun. You know, like uh, I, 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 people want honor. It's honor. He's not alone though. Most people want honor. And really, money and honor, desire for money, and desire for honor. Can make people do very dumb and very mistaken decisions in this world. The desire for mammon and the desire for for to a person becomes so locked up into the physical world. You can forget about Hashem. You can forget you can forget about you can forget about God. Pasha, you can you know at the end of the day, ladies, you're here, it's a Wednesday night. You could be sleeping, you could be relaxing, you could be taking a bubble bath. Oh, a bubble bath. Hot, nice amount of bubbles. You could be reading a book in a comfortable couch, you know, with some music in the background. Um, you know, you could do a lot of go for a nice walk. My, you know, yeah, my things. Why are you here tonight? Because we're all here. We, we realize that we are in a world which we're supposed to, to live and to do better. We're in Olamaza. This is only a temporary world. Ultimately, our success is the world to come. So, what we do with this world, you know, but money can be so engrossing that you could forget about God. Like, you just forget, you get so into Olamaza. You know, everyone knows that Chavetz Chaim story on the, when the, the guy on the boat and they can get chicken fat or the diamonds. Please tell me another story. What kind of Jewish schools did you go to, the young ladies? They know the chicken fat story. Uh, all right, so let me, just, uh, let me just finish this, and I'll, tell, I'll end up with the famous chicken fat story. Um, um, the person gets in, 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 placed in shackles in, in, in this world. Kiena Kasev. Oyev Kasev, a person who loves money. You love... See, money is important. You gotta pay your bills. You gotta put your kids in Jewish school. You gotta pay for Pesach. No, don't get scared. Pesach, right? You gotta pay for Pesach. You gotta, you gotta, you know, pay. It's not, it's, but if you love money, love money. Yeah, if you're sleeping and thinking about guilt, 
money, you're never going to be happy. You're going to want more, and you're going to be so caught up in, for it. Uh, it pulls us from serving God. How many times does a person not get to minion or daven? Talking to men over here. They're, they're out just making money, extra money. How many times do they forget to do mitzvahs? They don't have time to learn. That's what what's what you're learning. I don't have time. I have time. Everything's, everything's making money. Life, time is life. Life is eternal life. The Torah is on the other side of the sea. Those who go on the other side of the not everyone who engages excessively in business will become smart. Not only that, um, actually, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Other thing that money makes us do. But the, the famous story of the Chavetz Chaim once gave the following mushal. Said, you know, there's a person who heard about an island far, far away where it was filled with diamonds. Like literally, this island is filled, filled with diamonds. And you can pick diamonds wherever they are. Wherever you want, they're diamonds. And he starts telling his friends, do you want to go? Do you want to go? Uh, and he says, no, 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 we're happy to stay here. Finally, he tells his family, I'm going to make the trip. I'm going to get the diamonds. And uh, I'll come back up extraordinarily wealthy. And Kachava, the guy gets on the boat, goes to this island. After a long journey, he gets there. He can't believe it. Filled with diamonds. Pashit, it's filled with diamonds. He's going on the beaches. Diamonds are everywhere. He's putting it in his pockets and in his socks and putting it in his bag. Filled. You know, how much does a a little diamond ring cost? A thousand? No, eight, ten. 20, a small, 5,000, 5, right? So imagine filling up bags of diamonds, bags, filling your pockets inside. You're going to be a multi, multi-billionaire. Filled with it. Uh, and, he's, and he's so happy. Take all these diamonds off the beach. And he gets a little thirsty, so he tries to find out where's there a place to get a drink. He figures something to eat. He goes to a restaurant, and he looks at the menu, looks like a good menu, good stuff. You know, the restaurant's called, you know, Pars Plus. Not even Pars. Paras Plus Restaurant. And he comes to, this is not Pars though. He comes to the restaurant and he says, like, I want you to your best sandwich and your best table and the best bottle of wine. And he, they say, and he says, and they said, do you have money to pay for this? It's a lot of money you're putting up. He says, sure. He says, in fact, I have so much money, you're going to have to give me a lot of change. They said, he said, okay, let's just show us the money, we'll happy to serve you. Takes out a diamond, a big diamond. He says, this probably could pay for a thousand of them. I just ordered. The owner looks at him. So you out of your mind? You out of your That's worthless here. You can't buy a sandwich with that, let alone the menu you're buying. You can't buy a thing with that. That has no value here. What are you talking about? So the owner says, what's the diamond? Diamond! So he says, no, 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 no. Valueless. So he says, well, how do you pay for things here? He says, I can pay, what do you think you pay with? The currency. So what's the, what's the currency? Schmaltz! Schmaltz. What's schmaltz's? See anything? What's schmaltz's? What? Chicken fat. Yeah, you schmaltz. So he says, schmaltz? Chicken fat? He said, schmaltz. You have schmaltz? You can buy whatever you want. You need schmaltz. Schmaltz! So this guy said, how to get schmaltz? He said, you got to work for schmaltz. So he starts doing that. And he starts to go to work, and he gets schmaltz. I get starts to gain more schmaltz, and more 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 schmaltz until he was a schmaltz king. He has filled with schmaltz, and he's buying things left and right. And and several years go by, he's on this island, and he sends a, a message back to his family. He's become, he'll be coming back soon, and he's an extraordinarily extraordinarily wealthy person. And the family's thrilled to hear this. 
several years he's been gone. He tells them a few months before, my time on this island is coming to an end, and I'll be coming with extraordinary wealth. And finally, he sends them the day of my departure, he leaves, and it's going to take him some time to get to the home, and they, the family knows that this day he's supposed to come. And they're waiting there, and they tell all their friends to come to the port where their, their dear relative is going to come back. Super wealthy! Super wealthy! And they're waiting at the port, and everyone starts to go, something smells. Something smells. The, the, the boat gets closer, like they're holding their noses. Something reeks. And like, they, like people are gagging. Ugh! Finally get there in the port. The guy comes with a boat of schmaltz, of chicken fat. His family gets off the boat and he says, I'm wealthy. So wealthy. So wealthy. And they look at him. What are you talking about wealthy? It's schmaltz, it's chicken fat. What are you talking about wealthy? It's smelly chicken fat. So he says, no, no, no. You don't know what you can buy with chicken fat. You can buy... The best of everything with chicken fat. So, have you lost your mind? Have you lost your seichel? It's schmaltz! And he realizes at that moment that he was living in the La Land, in that little island. Schmaltz had value, but nowhere else does it have value. And he starts to berate himself. He forgot about all the diamonds that were there. He like, hits himself. The diamonds is what's really worth something. And, you know, and then he looks... Around he, in his old jacket, in his old jacket, when he wore it, when he first got to the island, he finds two or three small diamonds, which is the value that he can take in the, in the home. Is all, only real value. Says the Chavetz Chaim, man comes to this world to do Torah and mitzvahs, which are diamonds. <laughs> it's it's diamonds. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. You get the, you, you, but you live in a world where you need chicken fat. You need dollars and credit cards. You need to pay for things. But that's not worth anything. You can't take that with you to the grave. <laughs> you're not taking that to the world to come. That's only valuable for here and now. Yeah, you, got, you need some of that chicken fat to pay your bills and to live your life. But it's not the diamonds. The diamonds is the tournaments. That's what's going to take a person to the world to come. What happens to a person is... If they become too consumed after money, they forget about what's the real diamonds in this world. The only diamonds that you'll be taking to the world to come, you don't get buried with your car, you don't get buried with your coat, you don't get buried with your house, you don't get buried with your Torah mitzvahs. That's going to come with the person in this world. The danger of chendas hamamun, of getting consumed by your job, is exactly that. You get schmaltz. But you don't get diamonds. Okay, next week we'll pick up with this and we'll get to other desires that a person has. Okay, thank you.